Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I know, and by the way, your chance to pick the football game for a brand new Jeep is coming up, by the way, Friday morning, means the score prediction challenge. That'll happen at 928 precisely. We'll give you a number. Steve Dion hopefully will come up with a better number than he did on Monday. Five or or seven. Well, you you told me like like 20 seconds before I had to come up with a good number. That, you you know, 20 seconds is not enough to come up with a good number. number. Well, if you want to put some thought into it. For certain people, it's just a little, that are a little slow. It takes a little bit more. I'm giving you an hour got. I've got enough. I'll Is that give enough him time? Uh, yeah, I'm giving you an hour. Yep, I'm giving I will hour. give. I have got the number. I no. will give it to him. Ladies and gentlemen, Obvious here's our dear week. friend Hugh Breedlove Millen. Good morning, Hugh. Good morning, guys. Hey. Uh, we're okay. I I know that uh, the odds makers have spoken, and USC is a bigger underdog than the Seattle Seahawks are in uh, in Foxborough. But put that aside for a second and answer the question that Dick Fain asked me yesterday: Which would surprise you more? A USC victory tomorrow at 4.30 or a Seahawks victory on Sunday night considering the circumstances at 5.30? Yeah, I think a USC victory. I, I, I really like Washington playing at home. Um, yeah, I, I, I think they have their focus. I think that um, that they know that, that uh, SC's got some, uh, some bad dudes coming into town. Mm-hmm. I think is how it might have been phrased. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, so yeah, they're they're going to be ready to play. They they could lose the game. I'm not I'm no soothsayer, but but it would surprise me more. What does your commentary say for your thoughts on the chance? Are you also in so doing saying that maybe you think that the Seahawks have a better chance to beat the Patriots than a lot of us are giving them credit for uh, this weekend? Well, I, I sure would love it if Michael Bennett were playing. Me too. I really would. Can um, we get can we get him out I, there? I think he. I think. You know, I don't know how much a. a a defensive end can impact a, a, a betting line, but just by my way of thinking, it feels like he's worth four or five points, which I know really? is wow. probably preposterous because some Vegas guy's going to tell me Tom Brady isn't worth four or five points, but mm-hmm. but that's just how it feels, you know. Yeah. Um, so uh, that and you know the fact that the Patriots, you know, they're going to take away what Seattle does best, right? That's what Belichick always does. So I think that he's going to have a really good. Uh, handle on Doug Baldwin. I think he's going to have a good handle on Jimmy Graham, and he's going to, you know, as the saying goes, make your your lesser players beat you. Well, right now, is is Jermaine Curse ready to beat the Patriots? Is is Tyler Lockett ready to beat the Patriots? Kristen Michael, um, we'll see. Well, if I was a a positive thinker, which of course you call me a passionate pessimist, 
Uh, if I was a positive thinker, I would say, listen, Hugh, would you rather have Michael Bennett Sunday or would you ha- rather have him in February when they meet again? That's your choice. <laughs> you, you, you can choose when you can have Michael yeah. Bennett. Yeah. Well, Bennett created mayhem in the last Super Bowl, just not quite enough. Uh-huh. And, and uh, you know, perhaps the Averill's injury um, – was uh, was the factor there because Seattle had bought, uh, the Patriots bottled up. It was two brilliant fourth quarter drives in excess of 65 yards by mm-hmm. Brady in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time that's ever been done in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, come from double digits down in the fourth quarter. So that that just you know part of the many legacies of Tom Brady. If I can allow myself to segue there, um, you know I, I did some film study on Tom Brady. Yeah. Is he, and, good? Uh, is, he, watch, is he good? Well, that's the net analysis. <laughs> it, 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 you got to watch a lot of tape before it jumps out of you, and you, and you realize that. Now, now you know they they do. Uh, um, you know, we haven't got the first and worst, but I'll tell you the the most significant first for the Patriots. Yeah, is is blitz passing situation. The Patriots offensively, uh, the NFL average is eighty seven point five. For what? 87.5 what? I'm sorry, power, passer rating yes. when the defense blitzes you. Gotcha. Okay? So all quarterbacks, when blitzed, average passer rating, 87.5. Yes. Tom Brady, 142.3, tops in the league. One. Blitz him. Don't blitz him like Marino. You never blitzed Marino, but, right? Well, and, and, and by the way, Brady just on, on the aggregate – his passer rating is 134, while the NFL record is 122.5. So that's the kind of blistering pace he's on. In watching them, they do a lot of empty. They get, they, they'll have a three formations on one side and two on the other. What that allows them to do, in the pro game, the hash marks are tight. There's only 18 feet, six inches between the hash marks. Uh, unlike college and high school where they're wider. So so by being in the middle of the field relatively, he can go a three-by-two. He can put three receivers to the wide side of the field, even though that's not real wide, and two receivers to the other. Now, I, I know that they have a very elaborate protection scheme where Brady has a lot of liberty to get up there and say, okay, who's the mic? He could, he could, he could tell the offensive line that the middle linebacker is way over off to the left or way off to the right. And, and they have a great plan for handling blitz in empty situations because there's no back back there to help um, pass block, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and Brady certainly isn't a threat to run himself, so he's got to handle it with his brain. Well, he's been so adept at doing that, people just don't blitz him. They don't blitz him. I see this game after game, year after year, people don't blitz Tom Brady in empty sets. So what that does is he then he has these five receivers spread out. Well, well, now, you know, do you want to play man-to-man against him? Well, they've got some really quick guys, and Julian Edelman and, and, and what have you. they got Gronkowski. You can't play man-to-man against him. He's either too big or, or too, too fast. Um, and, then, and then you end up playing zone against him. Well, if you play a single safety zone defense like Seattle wants to play, Brady's really good at hitting those seam routes. Um, now, Seattle's going to play their, their, uh, their single safety, but are they going to play it to empty? And then what Brady usually faces is a two-high defense. Well, when you play a two-high defense, there's only going to be three guys underneath, and they have to kind of play man concepts within a zone. They're spread out. And, and Brady, he's working a three-man concept on one side. Well, typically a quarterback, if he's not an empty, you've got a three-man concept to Brady's right, 
typically he'll just have a single receiver on the backside. Well, Brady's got a two-man concept on the back to uh, on the backside to spread it out, and he will go through his progressions. He'll look for a second. If he doesn't like what he sees on the three-man side, he can come back and in lightning breakneck speed, he deciphers what's happening in the two-man concept. He had a play against the Bills where he's he's trying to work a little flood concept to his right, a three-man concept where you got a guy deep, intermediate, and short. Well, the protection comes into his face, and he, without even taking an extra step, he immediately turns his shoulders to his left, and almost as fast as he's turning to watch, he's throwing an intermediate out route for a 17-yard gain. And I watched this thing like 10 times from the end zone, the sideline. I'm like, how did he know that that guy was going to be there? How did he? And then he throws with great accuracy out. He's getting 17 yards with a guy right in his face after he wasn't even working that side of the field. He was working the right side. Uh, I mean, there, if you watch the tape, it doesn't take long. You see things that, that you've never seen from quarterbacks. Wow. So what do the Seahawks do? Do they – do they get into the despicable kind of bend-don't-break, understand going in, we're going to give up yards, we're going to give up first downs, but we're going to tighten up inside the red zone and make, uh, make them trot their field goal kicker out a lot, let them, let them dink and dime us and, uh, and, uh, and, and put threes up on the board and hope that we can put the ball in the end zone and beat them that way? Yeah, probably. Probably. I think that um... – you know, typically a quarterback like Brady, he, he would love to see a single safety defense like Seattle plays because there's, there's opportunities for seam routes by slot receivers, guys like Gronkowski or whomever. And, and, um, and heck, he's even hit those little guys in the seam. So, yeah. so is Seattle yeah. compelled to, to play more double safety? Well, that's not really what they do. So, yeah, um, yeah I think so. I, think, I, I mean, that's, that's generally their mantra. They want to prevent the big play. So I think what you just described is is how they th- feel like they need to win it. How about you know, flipping? Maybe get a sack. You're, you're speaking a lot on Brady, and uh, uh, and understandably so. Brady uh, and the offense against the Seattle Seahawks defense—that's the showcase, marquee matchup. That's not the undercard. That's the main event. How about the undercard for just a half a second? Everybody thinks that Russell's getting better. Everybody thinks that he's uh, got a little extra hop in his step, that he's more inclined to run and roll out and do some things. What do you see? Uh, I I think. I think the Seahawks' offense, and especially their passing game, could get some things done against that Patriots. Yeah, defense. no, I think so too. Uh, I'm just one item that I will read from Stats Inc. I'll read it just as it, it's written. Um, defense opponent passing yards breakdown colon air yards versus yak. Okay, so the Patriots are number one in the NFL, in and then it uh, and then it describes just the yak. They they have allowed the fewest yards after the catch. They tackle. They tackle exactly. They tackle. So when you get those completions, uh, at least the statistics suggest that they're really good at tackling. So uh, no more Jamie Collins. No more Jamie Collins. How about that? That's I mean, just, maybe that maybe that's the way that they conduct their business. I mean, but, he was uh, one of those tacklers. Maybe that maybe was. maybe yeah, that hurts just a couple of years ago. They were raving about him. Going into the Super Bowl, I remember that. They were just saying, this guy is a freak. There's just nobody who can do things at his size and, and strength and, and the way he moves ground. I, I just was stunned. Did you see he him last a, night? Presu- he was a one-man wrecking crew for that terrible football I didn't see any. He was incredible. Game. He lived in the backfield. Really? He was fantastic. Yeah, and he cut, and, and on, on the fateful interception, he, he covered Luke Wilson on a corner route. Mm. Um, but but uh, at any rate, uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, – uh, that that's got to be an area where Seattle 
they've got to start to control the football. You know, the, this uh, this deficiency in in the time of possession. I understand. Okay, well, maybe if you're a strict, uh, uh, excuse me, a quick strike offense, that maybe you're going to be down. Remember the Buffalo Bills with the K gun. Right, right. They were always losing time of possession battles, right, but that's right. not what we see no, in no, Seattle losing no, these time. <laughs> no, I don't think so. We're, we're seeing uh, an inability to convert and stay on the field, and 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 defensively, uh, I, I I think I described it as a state of crisis. You can use whatever terminology you want. They have got to be better on third down, but they're facing a quarterback who's okay. going to put a sword through your throat if you're not ready to uh, right. to, to play in all phases. Well, we're we're finished. We're out on t- we're out of time, and uh, I think this really comes this this game to wrap it up with you, Hugh. Comes down to only one question, and the answer to one question. You answer me the one question, and I'll tell you who wins. And the one question is, who will the Millen boys be rooting for in this game on Sunday night? I want I want to know right now. A, that's not even a question. I want to know right now. When I say Millen boys, I'm not talking about the the pops. I'm not talking about the father. I'm talking about the two sons. Who are the two sons going to be rooting for on Sunday night? Ask them. They're gonna. Didn't they wear Brady jerseys? I don't for have the access Super to them. Bowl? You is by you telling well, me to ask. Uh, They're uh, not here. Well, you know the answer. Tell us the answer. I don't know the answer. Uh, you don't want to. I know there's a, a, a Tom Brady fathead in one of my kids' room. I, so I, I, I walk into the room and, and there's a, a seven foot tall version of Tom Brady. So these kids. And where were they born? Yeah, where were they born? They're born in Seattle. Oh, 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 yeah, I got it. I go. Well, yeah, and who do you, who do you root for when the Dolphins play the Seahawks? Who, oh, I don't. I don't, I don't answer. You to I, don't, reveal I, don't, that. I don't reveal that. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh-huh. but I, 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 he I was roots born, for the team where he was born. Maybe, maybe not. I well, don't know there's, these there's kids. Good reasons to root for the Seahawks. There's good reasons to root for the Patriots. There's what no what are the good reasons, reasons for? The well, explain well, the good I'll, reason to root for the I'll Patriots. Get, well, I would primarily Tom Brady for them. Tom Brady, they think Tom, um, Tom Brady hung every constellation in the sky. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, honest, they, they haven't explored how, how uh, inept their father was as the quarterback for the Patriots. So at that <laughs> point, you know, the, the, the chandelier is going to come crashing down. But uh, to date, they, 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 my oldest probably has a sense, but at any rate. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, send him yeah. over to me. I'll, I'll be happy to explain it to him. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you. You enjoy the okay, weekend. You bet. Enjoy. Hugh Millen right there. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.